Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome to this special bonus edition of Caregiving Gen X Style. I'm Steve Mullen. And I'm Jennifer Mullen. And because this is a bonus episode, it's going to be a little bit shorter. We're not going to do the How's Your Mom segment. But we felt like it was a good idea to talk about what to do with the holidays if you're caregiving for your loved one. And, you know, we figure these tips are probably relevant also for other celebrations, things like birthdays or weddings or whatever. And more importantly, though, stick around until the end. We have a special holiday present for you that Jennifer really loves. I love presents. Yes. And bloopers. Yep. Shh. Okay. You're giving it away. Okay. The holidays can be really difficult and depressing for a lot of people, really. But for caregivers and caregivees, it's it's tough. It's a tough time of year. Caregivees. Caregivees. I like it. You Caregiver, coin, you caregivee. Coin, I know. You coined a new word, but yes, I like it. it. Yeah. So, right. I mean, we caregivers, we need to do our best to make the holiday time as festive as possible, despite whatever limitations your loved one might have. So we've got some tips for you and even some listener advice as well. It's true. Right off the bat, we'll say it's obvious that if your loved one is mobile and healthy enough to come to your home or wherever you're celebrating the holidays, then that's what you should do. You should break them out of whatever facility they're in, bring them over from their home, and bring them to you. And, you know, it's a tough time of year for a lot of people, but a day of food, family, and fun can lift their spirits. Uh, But there are still some things to think about even in that situation. Yeah. And by the way, it's not even break them out of. Yes, it is break them out of the facility they're in. But it's also I mean, they could still be living independently, but still. Yeah. Right. Bringing them over to your home and including them in the celebration. But that's the big thing, including them in your celebration. So this can mean a lot of different things. Of course, of course, they're a member of the family. So, you know, don't treat them like a special guest. If you've, if they are in a facility and they come to your house, they're, it's, they're, they're not suddenly a guest. Right. They are still a member of your family. Right. Um, so maybe you think about asking them to help with the decorations or involve them in the cooking of the family meal. I mean, whatever thing it is they can do that they're capable of doing, they should be involved that way, yeah. right? So, you know, one of my favorite traditions over the years for Thanksgiving, the Wednesday, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving has been, you know, my mom and I preparing the meal together over the years. And, you know, my mom who's listening to this podcast, like she knows it's become and more. She does listen. She does she listen. She does listen. We know this. We know she's listening to us right now. She, yes, she is. Hi, Goggy. We love you. Hi, Goggy. You know, it's become more and more uh, challenging for her to participate. Like, I remember she used to basically prepare everything the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and I was her helper. And it's interesting, like, over the years, it's shifted a little bit. Uh And, you know, her hands have become a little less agile. And so, you know, Goggy with a sharp knife, maybe not such a great idea. And again, I know Goggy's listening, and she would agree with this 100%. Probably not such a good idea with, with the sharp knife. But, you know... She can still help direct and of course. and talk about how recipes are made, right? Um, how she's and done. She knows things the recipes the years. by heart, right? I mean, so it may yeah. be—is this where I put the brown sugar in? That kind of thing, exactly. You know? And right. and over the years, I, the transition, as I think back, the transition has been. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving, it was me as her helper, then a little bit of us together, and then a little bit more of me me doing the bulk of things, but her talking me through all of it. And then, you know, this year, 
it the other was side of the sandwich. The other, the other side of the sandwich took over, which is that when the kids were home from college, they were helping me. Mm-hmm. Gagi stayed home and rested. Yep. And rested up for the big day on Thanksgiving day. Yep. when we were going to be, you know, active for several hours together. And that and that was awesome. And it was awesome for me to take that tradition from my mom and to pass that on to right. the kids. But so. I think the, the most important part of it is involve them in any way they're capable of being involved. Yep. And if that, that may mean that they're helping with decorating, that may mean that they're helping with cooking. That may mean really that they're just giving advice on those two things. I mean, but somehow keep them involved. Yep. Um, you know, another thing is, you know, make sure they're not just sitting in the corner ignored. I mean, not ignored on purpose, but you know, a, a lot of times our elderly family members have to sit in a comfy chair and it may be in the living room and you know how holidays work. Everyone congregates around the kitchen. I mean, in our house, we've got a big open floor plan here, but so that means they're not really that far away, but even then they're on the other side of the house. So make sure that if they have to, you know, do that, sit in a comfy chair on the other side of the room that someone's, you know, over there keeping them company and if you have to go and and do a cooking thing or whatever, you know, maybe, again, nudge the other side of your sandwich to go say, hey, go hang out with grandma or go hang out with grandpa. Or somebody needs to be over there hanging out with them. That way they're not just sitting there twiddling their thumbs, which is just depressing. Right. Let's talk about the food for a moment. Food. Yes. Let's make sure there are things they can eat. Yes. And again, some of these things, by the way, I just I have to mention some of these things we're sharing these are not necessarily specific to your mom or my mom no. at this point. We're we're not quite at no. This our mothers point can yet. eat whatever they want. Yes, really. but make sure there are things that your loved one can eat because sometimes even reasonably healthy seniors might have dietary restrictions. So know what these are before you cook and make sure you've got something available for them. Yeah, and it's pretty simple. simple. I mean, you know, if if they're if they're in a facility, you know, you can certainly check with the uh, with the people in charge, the RNs, whatever. Ask them, you know, is there something we should avoid? You know, if they're living at home, you probably know this. If you're they're living at you know at their own home, you probably already know this. But yeah, I mean, it could be low sugar, it could be low salt, it could be any number of things. They can't have too much roughage or it makes them sick. You know, you know what it is. So, you know, if you're the primary caregiver, you know this stuff. But just make sure that there is food for them available. Otherwise, they're going to sit there twiddling their thumbs again. Right. Now, we're we're fortunate in that both of our moms, even though they're in different situations, independent living, my mom, assisted living, your mom, they're local. Yes. But that's not the case with everyone. So if you have someone who is coming to visit you for a few days, maybe they're coming in from out of town, you may need to bring in a temporary companion, a CNA, a personal care attendant, you know, particularly if there's going to be long portions of the days while they're with you that that maybe you're not home, maybe you're still working. Right. The day after Thanksgiving, you may have to go to work for eight hours. Exactly. Exactly. So these helpers can take care of things like meals cleaning, whatever health care needs that, you know, maybe they have. Uh, and this also just provides some company so that your loved one is is not lonely. They're they're in your house, but maybe you're out. You've got other reasons you need to be away. Right. And they're there for and company. The companion can sit there and watch their stories. With yep. Them. You know, the stories, stories. the stories, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Although it's interesting. In this day and age, right, I think we can say this about both of our moms. It's not the stories like the soap operas, oh, but no. it's like it's the reality TV. Oh, seriously. 
It's the reality TV for my mom and the Westerns for your oh, mom. Oh, well, and my mother also loves American Ninja Warriors. American Which, by the way, she sometimes will accidentally call American Ninja Turtles. Right. <laughs> which, the first time she asked me, do you like that show American Ninja Turtles? And I looked at her and like, are you watching cartoons? Seriously, this is where we are now? And then I, it took me a while to figure it out, but she loves that show. But you know what? I'm not sure which one is more odd. <laughs> but either. Oh, she knows all of the returning Ninja Warriors or whatever they <laughs> are. And she knows all of them. She knows their backstory. Whatever floats your boat. It's great. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But so, all right. So what do you do if your loved one can't make it to your home or wherever you're celebrating? So my mother would be an example of this. She, our home is not wheelchair accessible. Right. It's just tough. And there's a variety of other reasons we won't get into why she really can't come over for holidays. Right. So we had to create new traditions. You do. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to be creative was what it comes down to. And, uh, you know, as your family situation changes, you need to change with them. Be flexible. Right. Your mom, uh, it's, it's, she, she's close by, but it's not physically easy for her to, to come to our home. You know, I mean, we have a, we have a, a powder room downstairs on the first floor and it's not wheelchair accessible. It's just, it's not easy. So for the last couple of Thanksgivings, uh, you know, this is coming out after Thanksgiving 2022, but also for Thanksgiving 2021, when my mother was in a sniff. We've had to shift the way we do things. So what we decided to do, we we shifted our family meal with the rest of the family. So that's at our house. So my side of the family. Right. With Jennifer's mother, you know, Goggy and her, her brother uh, and her brother's husband. And we, we shifted that to more of a lunch. Right. right. And then what we did was we took a plate over to her and, and sat and, you know, enjoyed. We didn't eat, obviously, because we'd just eaten and we were probably stuffed from lunch. But... Uh, you know, we did the best we could to get her a really nice plate of food. And again, she loves Jennifer's cooking, mm, yeah, which makes you happy. That's nice. I'm also reminded, I just have to say, as we're talking this through and thinking about how we've shifted over the years, speaking of being thankful, just do your best to be thankful, especially if you are in a situation where all of your loved ones can be around you, even your elderly loved ones, even if there are some additional challenges. Because as I think back through the years, Steve and I have been very fortunate in our almost, you know, well, 27, almost 30 years of marriage that our families, our two sides of the families came together for Thanksgiving every year. Your mom and dad always joined with my side of the family. Yeah. And it was awesome that we could all be together. Yes. Everybody generally got along. Yes, right. <laughs> that's not always the case. Right. That's and we were fortunate that we could always be together. And, and I'm thankful as I think back on those memories and, you know, moving forward, we're creating new traditions and, and figuring sure. out how to still celebrate the holidays and, and find the positives and all of that. Yeah. So this year for, for Thanksgiving, we, you know, the two of us plus, you know, our two kids our two college kids all went over to my mother's apartment in assisted living. And, you know, we sat down, we had a good time and, um, you know, Hannah hadn't had her dessert yet. So she ate her dessert over there. And, uh, you know, another example though. So last year on Christmas Eve, so this would have been Christmas Eve, 2021, my mother at the time, she was in assisted living by then she was brand new in assisted living. We helped her get into our car, and we went on a Christmas light tour around the area. We know, you know, where there's some really good displays in this area. And then we got, went and got Chinese takeout, which was a 
minor disaster. Oh really. my goodness. So you're looking at, I mean, it was still pandemic was still a big thing that we all had to be worried about. Plus everyone knows Chinese food exactly. is always popular around the Christmas, right? I mean, we've yes. got a, a pretty good size, a couple of Chinese restaurants in town here. One of them is a pretty good size one. Of them, and they do have a takeout window. And we thought this would be the place to go, but oh my God, I was standing there in the cold for what? Two two and a half hours waiting for our food probably about two hours yeah and hannah and i were in the car with your mom where right. was jackson jackson must have been with his girlfriend jackson, or I something think, I yeah know. i think he Whatever. was off he, doing something with his friends yes yeah but uh you know anyway she did enjoy getting out uh enjoying the lights and and you know we we took the food back to her place and all sat down and ate it i think by that time it was about nine o'clock but yeah. you know it was it, again the whole point of this is you need to adjust you need to figure out what it is they're capable of doing and do it right and so at that point we were capable of getting your mom into our car even though she's essentially wheelchair bound we were capable of getting her into our car and being you know, being able to to take her out and do that, except that that's not always the case. Not, so no. you may have someone who is in a wheelchair and and literally there's just no way to transfer them into your car. So one thing to do is is to consider checking in your local area, you know, wherever you are, see how much it costs to rent a wheelchair van for the evening, because you can use that to take them on a holiday mm-hmm. light tour. Of course. Um, so, you know, important to just remember it might seem super challenging if someone is no longer mobile or at least, you know, easily able to transfer them. But there are still ways that you can get them out and about and join the holiday season. Sure. I mean, the other thing, though, you know, even if you can't do all those things, there's some stuff you can do. I mean, you can get uh, I was thinking it'd be great. I mean, if you have a larger family, you can get a family member to visit someone, you know, to visit them every single day of the week. One one family member comes each day for several days or or a whole week or or whatever. And you could all, if they're in a wheelchair or whatever, you can bundle up and go for a wheelchair stroll outside. Even if it's cold, just get them out of the facility and out into a different, you know, atmosphere than they're used to. And maybe they actually are confined to bed. They just can't get out of bed. So you can suggest a holiday movie. Maybe you pull a chair up next to their bed, watch a holiday movie. Also get them to pick it. Well, absolutely. Yeah, yes, have them pick their give favorite. Give them some control. Are there Western holiday movies? Oh, I'm sure they're probably. Right, because your, yeah, your mom would pick a Western holiday movie. Your mom would pick a Western holiday movie. My mom would pick a Hallmark some holiday movie, which we could completely pre- Hallmark movie. predict from start <laughs> yeah, to finish. Of course, of course. Um, but whatever, like pack your patience. Yes. Spend a couple of hours, watch a holiday movie, have some popcorn or whatever treats maybe that might be allowed. Yeah. And, you know, you could also bring other holiday traditions to them. I mean, if your mom or dad's in a facility like a nursing home, maybe they can't leave the room, whatever. You could pick up a small, inexpensive Christmas tree from, you know, your local craft store or whatever and decorate it with some family ornaments that they may remember. I mean, I know we have lots and lots of ornaments that go way back to my grandparents my mother would love to see those probably. And maybe that's something we should do with her this year. I'm not sure. We're going to figure something out. But, you know, if most of your family's not close to your loved one, though, so what do you do? Well, you use the technology that is available. So things like FaceTime, for sure. Um, We're going to talk at some point, though, about technology. Technology. Yes, I would recommend strongly that you be there. Yes. While this technology is yes. being used, because otherwise 
it could all backfire. It could, it could backfire. backfire. So anyway, sure. the, the technology tip uh, comes to us from a good friend of ours, Lori. She's a home health nurse. She's going to be on this podcast at some point in the future. We have not set the date, but she's going to be. But she said, you know, bring your phone or a laptop to your loved one. Do a FaceTime, do a Zoom call with the kids or the grandkids or the uncles, the cousins, whatever. She also suggested that you can visit your loved one, ask them to tell stories of, of past holiday celebrations. Because, I mean, you know, even folks that have memory problems, if they can't, they may not be able to remember yesterday, but they could probably remember 50 years ago. It's yeah. amazing how the memory works. It's I, crazy. Passing down the traditions is definitely um, enjoyable for everyone. It's important. Sure. These are things that. Parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents, they can share those things with you. You can pass them down to your kids or to other family members. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, one thing I really enjoy with my mother, um, you know, when we moved her out of her house, there were obviously lots and lots of photo albums and and stacks of photos that I'd never seen. And every so often we'll just pull out a stack and I'm like, okay, well, who is this? That's your, that's your Aunt Olga. Uh, I mentioned she's comes from Eastern European stock. I have an Aunt Olga. Well, she's deceased now, but I had one. You know, but so, I mean, just stuff like that, that, that just kind of how they used to do things and how they grew up. It's, it's, it's good for them. It's, it's fun for you. I mean, it can be fun for you and it's important. Yep, definitely. So a final point, if you, for some reason need to travel for the holidays, but can't take your loved one with you, and it happens, it does happen. You may need to consider temporary care. So many nursing homes, assisted living facilities, they will take what they call guests, Mm -hmm. quote unquote guests for days or even weeks. So they'll ensure that your loved one is cared for while you do what you need to do. And in assisted living facilities, a guest can stay in a fully furnished apartment. They they put them in their models, basically. Right. They have access to all the amenities on site. Yep. They can play bingo. They can play bingo. Because they all love bingo, for sure. But for a nursing home stay, you might even be able to wrangle Medicare it's paying for, you, for part of the stay. If you can prove that it was a necessary stay somehow, you might be able to wrangle it for Medicare and right. Medicaid to pay for it. It's possible. I mean, assisted living, you're probably going to have no, to pay for that out of, pocket, out of your pocket. But yeah, sure. yes. But yes. maybe you can work it out where Medicare or Medicaid pay for it. That would be nice, wouldn't it? So there, there are a lot of other things you can do. I mean, but... Uh, aside from that last option, I mean, the trick here is to include your loved one in as deep a level as is physically possible. Uh, we, we keep saying we're going to have an episode of, on control at some point, and it's a big, big, big thing because they have so little, particularly if they're living in a facility. They're told when to eat, when to dress, when to get up, when to go to bed, when to go to the bathroom, everything. So give them as much control as they possibly can. Like we said, you know, picking out a movie or whatever. I mean, it just could be something as simple as that. So do your best to ensure they can pick and choose some things, you know, rather than telling them what's going to happen, give them a choice. Yeah. And I mean, I also think, again, thinking about my specific situation and how things have changed over the years, for example, with Thanksgiving, you know, I think what my mom is now loving is that she is able to, she she knows that I am now passing on our tradition together to now my kids, mm-hmm. her grandkids. She used to cook with me and direct me and explain to me how to make all of these things. But I do think that she truly, it made her very happy to think about me cooking with the kids. And it did. I'm sure it did. I think it did. Absolutely. 
happily. Yeah. I mean, she was happy. I mean, our daughter is a vegetarian. She also doesn't exactly have a wide palate. Mm, she doesn't. But she cooked homemade mac and cheese, which is her favorite thing in the whole wide world. And I mean, that, that makes Goggy happy. Yes, To see definitely. her doing that kind of definitely. thing. So that's a wrap for this holiday episode. As promised, we have a special treat for you. Bloopers. Bloopers. So I should point outtakes, out. Outtakes, bloopers. No one in the world that I've ever met loves bloopers and outtakes more than Jennifer. I love them because why would you not? They make you laugh. Why would you not want to laugh? We've mentioned in past episodes that most of the time when we're recording, <laughs> we have an alcoholic drink in front of us. Actually, the funny thing is this particular time, I don't. Jennifer does. I don't. But I've already had some beer tonight. So I just mm, maybe didn't mm. want more. So uh, between that and we sometimes record a little later than we probably should, we get a little giggly. That's mostly yeah. Jennifer. Um, <laughs> you're not going to find me giggling all that often. You don't giggle. No, I do not. So we have ended mm. up with a bunch of bloopers. And the funny thing, so some of what you're going to hear, we do record episodes far in advance. So you're actually going to hear a voice from an episode that we haven't even published yet, but we wanted to put it in there anyway, because it's some pretty funny stuff. That voice will become familiar soon enough. So we thank everyone for listening. Thanks so much. We hope you have a happy. <laughs> Wait a minute. You have to leave this in the actual episode. Yes. This is not going. Yeah. Right. Yep. I do. Yes. Okay. This it's has staying, to stay in. It's okay. staying right here. There's an outtake. It's a, it's a preview to I the outtakes, people. I almost got us the outtakes. God, I almost, almost. Okay. Have a happy... <laughs> <laughs> have a happy holiday season, everyone. Steve just gave me like the best present ever. Just and like while talking about the outtakes, he had an outtake. Right. We haven't even gotten to him yet. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And here are your outtakes. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Ready? Yep. Sure. Yep. Okay, here we go. Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Caregiving Gen X Style. I'm Steve Mullen. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We we thought she was ready. I'm trying. We did. Really we thought we thought we so thought she was ready. Welcome to yet another welcome, <laughs> welcome. Wow, that's a great way to start this. Hello, everybody, and welcome. <laughs> it's like Woody the Wabbit. Woody the Wabbit. It's like my favorite. Speaking of 80s Gen X movie, Gen X movies, meatballs, meatballs. Yeah. Woody the Wabbit. Woody the Wabbit. Hello and welcome. <laughs> okay. If you're ready, just you just let me know when you're ready. Oh. Okay, the pressure's on me. You screwed up, and now yeah. the pressure's on me to get my together. Exactly. Stuff together. Stuff. Stuff. That's what I meant, That's Steve. That's what she meant to say. Hello, everyone, and welcome again. Sorry. I was smacking my lips. I was thinking about you telling me not to smack my lips. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Hello. I, now you got me going. <laughs> But it's the way you like, <gasps> welcome everyone. I have always done that. Going back to my days in radio, I did the I same know. damn thing back then. You take the breath, turn on the mic. So that way, on the, on the mic, you don't hear. <gasps> what does CGS stand for? 
caregiving, caregiving Gen, Gen X, X style. What? We're recording now, by the way. Okay. You don't know what the hell the podcast means. <laughs> I don't understand why at the title of our notes, our show notes, we have CGS. I didn't because realize I, we had an acronym. It's not an acronym. It's an abbreviation. It's letters. It's an acronym. No. An oh, acronym is a word made out of letters that represent okay. portions of something else. Like like yep. uh, like scuba. Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. <laughs> Have you met me? This is why you can't remember to take out the trash. Right. Your brain okay. is filled with. Right. And CGS is. Pointless. Caregiving genetic style. And we are recording right now, by the way. It's not the best stuff. It's just us being mean to each other. Mm. These are not outtakes. They're just meanery. 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 I'm trying to read through the. It's a co- word. I made it up just co- now. Copious notes. That's going to make its way to the outtakes. No. Yeah, it is. You wanted to record? No. Let's record, baby. Ready? Yes. Yes. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's go. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Caregiving Gen X Style. I'm Steve Mullen. (laughs) Jennifer Mullen. No. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Caregiving Gen X Style. I am Steve Mullen, and Jennifer cannot keep her together (laughs) i mean you're not drunk i know you're not i'm not but i can't help it once i start laughing Mm. i you know i love bloopers yes and then they make me laugh and i start thinking about them and then they make me laugh more Mm -hmm. okay but i i really love that meredith has both wine and bourbon Seriously, it's like my favorite thing ever. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Are we okay. all ready? Yep. Are we sure? Yes. I Jennifer, mean, you sure? Well, we're Don't overly ask me or I'm going to start laughing at you. sure. Happy holidays. Well, you're doing that. If you hadn't done that, I would. One, two, three. Happy, Happy holidays, holidays, everyone. everyone.